right, here we go. This is hashtag this is for the podcast. And it's morning, so I'm a little slow, a little groggy. Not my best, not my best face. Gotta put your best face on for this is 40. You know, we're doing hoodies and ball caps because I haven't had a shower, I didn't do my hair. Not the best representation. I'm being authentically myself. That's fantastic. As should you. So these are more tips for, you know, hashtag this is 40, how you do it. This is how I do it. Doesn't mean you have to do it this way. But this is how we're going to talk about it because not not everybody's 40 yet. I didn't know I was going to reach 40. I didn't even want, I wasn't even thinking, when I was a kid, I wanted to be 18. I wanted to be independent. And then from there, I'm not really sure. I just wanted, I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. That's kind of been my life goal. Hence the neck tattoo, as you can tell. On the outside, haven't grown up too much. Okay. On the inside, listen, um, there's an old man. There's an old wise man. There's a wizard on the inside. Let me tell you, there's a wizard on the inside of my soul. That's how it is. That's how I'm living these days. And listen, I don't know if I could even compare. Well, don't compare. Comparing is the worst thing you could do. I'm actually going home after, you know, a couple years of travel. And I don't want to compare myself to friends or family. Because everyone's in a different place in their life. Though a majority of them are a little bit more, let's say, established. But like settled and grounded. You know, they have properties they own. They have uh significant others they have children not really at the divorce stage yet though there are some single friends single friends with kids and i think the grass is always greener because you're gonna love your kids and um but you know if i if you're listening you're probably not if you divorce you with kids you're probably not listening to me most people listening to me might be single or know me from my single i've been single my whole life okay i've had I've had a lot of breakups and some heartache i'm a sensitive guy i'm a sensitive dude okay friends and family they know that about me and most people they don't want to know that about themselves they don't want you to know uh they think it's a weakness right but caitlin wears his heart on the sleeve and that's just who i am it's part of my dna i have to accept that you could embrace it or you could work with it um i think self-discovery is definitely a big part well, my personal development, I think I'm going to be like a personal development coach because uh, I've done I've done, done so much work on myself, but it's true. I mean, not a lot of people talk like I talk, and but a lot of people do share their personal lives with me. And I don't know what to do with this information because it's been my whole life. People just, eh, it's like not verbal diarrhea, but, you know, not everyone goes around asking, you know, for other people's life stories. But if you're going to meet Kaylin, apparently, I just say, it, it's like on my face. It just says, tell me everything. So I think I'm going to start charging money for that. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, what's, what's therapy? I mean, you charge people to listen to you. And people need, they need an outlet. They need people to listen. Not everyone has people to listen, especially your closest friends and family. They've either heard it all before. Or they know like your general situation and you don't feel like they're good. People can listen, but do they actually hear you? And I think that's a whole other bag of chips and I think you know opening up to a, a stranger even a colleague but someone who's not like connected to your inner circle is it's like a healthy way to process things but it's like an easier way to process things because there's probably less judgment like they're not attached to work or to your personal relationships it's just you two know each other in passing or you've been referred to this person and 
yeah, I mean, therapists should be ba making bank these days. And I want to make bank these days. And I want you to share your, your life stories with me because I asked the right questions. I asked good questions. And I think I've just had, I think my third eye, visionary eye, has been open for a long time. I mean, I've been battling my own demons with depression and these types of things over the years. But I think coming into 40, I mean, my godfather kind of said, I liked how he said, he's like, you've been through most of the shit of what you're going to be faced with in life, generally speaking. So you have a good foundation to move forward um, in life. And you should feel confident about that. And I appreciated that. Uh, I had another best friends knowing me the longest and you know he admitted that uh, he's you know the watch me struggle uh certain times in life and that's hard to watch but he thinks maybe this decade will probably be my decade my best decade 40 to 50 which sounds old to me but it's kind of fun that I still look like this I, I don't even know how to I like being comfortable because I'm comfortable in my own skin and I think I don't know. If I think it just comes from adversity, to be honest. I mean, I was a pretty shy kid, you know, and I didn't think I'd be an outspoken person who knew how to communicate the way that I do today. And I think, you know, through relationships and, and experiences, that, that shapes you. Your environment shapes you and your relationships shape you and how you react to things shapes you. I've learned a lot about that as well. I think how we react to life, people, places, and things can really help, will really dictate our future. It's unfortunate because when, when shit and people and girlfriends and employers or even your family members, someone just, you know, we're all each other's mirrors. And then, so we're acting and we're all reacting to each other, um, which is maybe why we've gone into such like, single serving like places to live and cell phones and it's just it's just me right we have to buy all our own stuff um maybe partially out of fear uh of engagement and the reaction to people and the relationships of uh you're gonna see me for who i am that's a beautiful thing maybe it's a scary thing because again we're not we're not no one's perfect and uh and we don't want to put our shit on other people and we don't want, and people don't want to see our shit. But the beautiful thing is like, I've been messaging an old friend recently who kind of who falling out with, I wasn't in a good place when I left town. And I, I remember being a little resentful towards our relationship and that I just needed to get away. It's been a couple years and to be able to catch up with this person and hear what they're going through it's like water under the bridge, you know? It's like, I want to see them. I want to catch up with them. And, you know, I have to say people don't change, but you can grow if you're conscious and willing to be open. You, you can grow. Um, and that's what I've been doing on a personal development journey. My pursuit of happiness. I talk about that as well. I, this is all encompassing. It's all life. I mean, I'm talking about 40. This is 40. This is my 40. And, uh, you know, being open to the pursuit of happiness is something I thought of the journey I was on. Then I realized recently, I've mentioned it before, is, uh, it, was a, it was a TED Talk clip, a highlight clip of this woman talking about happiness 
and how it's kind of fleeting. Like happy, happiness comes and goes. You know, it's fucking perma happy, perma fried, with the shitty grin on your face for twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year. But having purpose and meaning in your life can serve you so much, so much more. And I think that's a beautiful kind of poetic way to, to, to look at your life. Um, and I know for myself and a lot of people, life has been about survival. I mean, I like the idea of coming from a place of abundance and your cup is half full. And I mean, if, if you, if you do have a lot of self love and you've been fed a lot of, a lot of love as a child, you more than likely, I mean, life's going to throw some shit at your way, but, uh, you, you may have more love to give. And you might be more forgiving to those who don't serve you. Um, so self-love and keeping our, our, our cup half full, right? Um, is easier. Listen, you, you attract what energy you have going on inside you. So you could go around blaming, as I have in the past, other people and circumstances for my lack. My, you know... Uh, my lack of self-love and my lack of happiness um, and feeling taken advantage of in my work and my personal relationships because I do, like, one of my love languages is, I don't know, is it gift, giving, giving, not giving of gifts, but, like, I like to give and I'll give everything. If I, if I believe, I want to, I think I've always wanted to believe in something that was bigger than myself. I want to be a part of something which wasn't me. And now for my 40th birthday and this kind of turning point, uh, I want to commit to myself. And that's been, all, that's been a really hard challenge um, is to commit to myself. I don't know why that is. Like routines and stuff like that. Like I'm pretty good at, um, ugh, this lighting is making me look 40. Making me look fucking 50. Um, commitment to herself comes in waves, you know, you can develop new routines where creatures a habit, but committing to myself in the sense like, I'll do something for a year or until I like run out of money on a project or something that's, you know, hopefully something I believe in, I wanna believe in it so I can kind of sell myself to the world. You know, being independent and being creative, uh, I'm not always reliant on other people, I'm rarely reliant on other people. Um, so I want to commit to myself and to commit to good habits and, um, you know, to, to fill my cup, you know, to fill my cup. And now I realize my the self love and, and, and filling your cup is so that you can love, you love other people, you can give love. So getting back to what we attract, my mom, she, I don't know, she, this guy stuck with my head. It was, she's got a, a, a personal psychic healer and there's a statement he made about we attract how we love ourselves and the relationship we have with ourselves is the type of people places and things that we attract and i think that's kind of brilliant on an energetic level again we're like quick to blame and point fingers but like you're in that relationship like you you're choosing to be in that relationship i know it can become more complicated than that i mean Anyone who's in an abusive relationship, it's a vicious cycle because there's layers to things. Like if you're married or engaged and there's properties and children, it's not like, oh, I can just leave tomorrow and abandon 
uh, my tribe. It's, it's, I, I understand it's not that easy. But what I'm saying is um, we can create our own boundaries. And that's a tough one as well. To still be able to love someone and support people. Uh, I mean, for me, I feel like my whole life I've been keeping people at an arm's length, at a distance. Like, I, I've created all my friends and family as, like, almost acquaintances because I didn't fully love myself, I think. I think that's what was going on. Give me some good light, Jesus God. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. It matters what you look like on the inside. So, I'm heading home after a couple years of travel, and I think as a kid, I remember my parents fighting. I was like 10 years old, and I remember if they break up, I was going to run away. Uh, I think a part of, you know, it's taken this lot to proverbially, proverbably, uh, run away. I mean, I, I, I've had some purpose. I found purpose. I've been on a soul-searching discovery, some eat, pray, love shit, and, uh, and, and I, I've learned a shit ton living and working in community and shared living and working spaces, which I think is obvious, is honestly the way of the future. I think the world is upside down. It's 2021 and uh, people need more flexibility in the sh within the shared economy. Uh, I mean, look back at the recession of 2008. Businesses like Airbnb and Uber changed the global landscape of how people can live and, and transport and earn an income. Uh, even me being in another continent, it's kind of saved me. Like I could never do what I'm doing affordably uh, without this, this innovation and technology. And I think there's an opportunity for us to come back together as tribal creatures and share and support each other um, through interpersonal skill sets as well. So it's not just, you know, I think we can get back to more trade uh, versus, you know, revenue currencies, uh, purchasing. And I, I, I won't get into crypto because I don't know enough about it, but I think it's, it's weird when you travel and then the, the understanding of borders and visas and how, how the world came to where it is today. And I think a lot of, I mean, I love part of travel is learning new cultures, but I think war... You know, we see it right now in Afghanistan, which is also not, there's a lot of truth not being shared. Um, but is a, a lack of communication and knowing how to communicate. Because what happens? It's like, imagine at a bar, you, two meatheads break down uh, because of ego and misunderstanding and no one wants to use their words, right? So what do they do? They fight. Uh, ego, testosterone, mostly ego. And, and a breakdown of communication. So I think that's where land and territory became territorial. It was like, this is our land, my land. We look and we speak this way so that everyone else has to fuck off if you don't kill us first. Um, that's my understanding from watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, though they all seem to speak English in Game of Thrones. Um, but board, like the idea of borders, right? Oh, you can only stay here for X amount of time. Um, I think with trade and commerce, it probably starts to make a bit more sense. But if we don't understand each other, we can't, 
can't make this work. Can't make this work. So I think I'm coming to my into my own from a communications standpoint and finding my voice, which I'm really excited about. Obviously, I want to be able to monetize it. I believe I can be supportive to uh, shared living, working, uh, living and working spaces to help de uh, develop community, to increase engagement, to support uh, uh, retention, and to help attract uh, like-minded people to your organization. Sounds like a sales pitch, but um, you know, community does exist within, you know, even corporate structures. I mean, how many people? Uh, you know, you, well, I guess used to work in an office, but the relationships weren't always there. And how we enter a relationship can also be part of onboarding within a community or company structure. And the context of how you enter a relationship, it's all at the beginning. Uh, sex, dating, relationships, work, employment, contracts. It's all at the beginning. Um, expectations, again, a whole other episode but the context in, of, of how you met someone and how that relationship's going to move forward can all be based off the beginning this lighting's really shit for me i don't have my ring light on Lena, put on your beauty light looks like i need to put my face on um so yeah i think losing touch with ourselves is it's a tough it's a tough rabbit hole to, to sink down and I, and I think that there's look some people have been able to redefine and rediscover and redesign themselves during this pandemic in isolation which is a beautiful thing I'm still doing the same and some people are probably still over consuming I mean there's been a lot of addiction a lot of a lot of suicide okay um, a lot of breakups um, and we just need to look out for ourselves and each other as uh, one of my favorite newscasters, uh, Lester Holt. Good night and take care of yourselves and each other. So thank you for listening to This Is 40 Podcast. My name is Kaylin Heyman. This is the School of Life. I'm wearing a ball cap and a hoodie. I didn't take a shower. I'm going to go take one of my last surf lessons here in Cape Town. Very excited about that. And... Um, that's about it. That's about it. Until the next one, be true to yourself. Take care of each other. Love you.